What is going on? I'm your host this week, Headphone Joe. I'm alive, I'm well, and I'm here with my co-host as always. What's up everybody? Brennan Tassif. Not alive, but not well. <laughs> uh, Brennan is playing hanging. sick, coach. Playing hurt, coach. Yeah, Brennan's playing his flu game today, so uh, so we will not waste time talking about frivolous things. So no slap convos today. So we'll get to some big topics. We'll get to the NBA. We'll get to the NFL. We'll get to the NHL because playoffs are around the corner. Then we'll get to the quick hits with some uh, tournament talk and some masters discussion. We are going to skip walk-offs again. Not again because we did it last week. But on the account of Brennan's current health situation, uh, I don't want him. I don't know what's happening, man. It's just this is I told you this is the third time in like a month where I just woke up and I was like, I've got to throw up. And I don't drink, as most of the listeners know. I've been sober going on four years, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my body? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, uh, on the account of I don't want Brennan overexerting himself, and it's late anyways for him on the East Coast because he does this at a time that is favorable to me. Uh, I I advise we skip the walk off. So, without further ado, ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. And even before I knew this guy was sick, I put this on the rundown. Brennan, you were right. I don't say it often because usually yeah. you're not right. That's uh, true. By the way, if you hear the thunder in the background, rain just just decided to come like two minutes before the show started. Um, so, yeah, Brennan, you were right. I, I, I meant to go back and find the episode and clip it, but I've been uh, busy of late um, since the latest uh since this, since yeah, since the latest happenings of this, um, but you said it a while back. The Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs, and you said I not even the play in. You said they're not making the play in the playoffs or anything. And currently, they are two games out of the ten spot behind the Spurs. Brennan, how did you predict this? Well, it was you know me. I make wild accusations and hope something <laughs> sticks. No, uh, I full. Like, and I still like I, I as of right now, I was wrong on the, the Golden State thing. But I mean, they're in they're securely in the playoffs. So we'll see. I had them going to the finals, but uh, I had them winning the finals, actually. But uh, with the <laughs> L.A. situation, it was it, it all harkens back to what we were talking about last week in the walk off, which is they gave up so much for these two players to have these two players. Like, I know they didn't give anything up for LeBron, but, you know, he did all this magic behind the scenes trying to get all these guys there. And it just it wasn't worth. If you told me on paper, Russell Westbrook, an almost 40 Carmelo Anthony, LeBron in his 19th season or 18th season, and then Anthony Davis, who hasn't been able to stay healthy, I would have and did say that team is not going to make the playoffs. I like and that they have sideswiped Carmelo as almost 40 when LeBron is also almost 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it looks like I don't know if you've watched any of these games. I've seen some highlights and, you know, obviously I listen to some other podcasts where they talk a lot of basketball and He's do he's a great shooter. A lot, you know, that's the last thing to go. Just ask Ray Allen. But it's one of those things where he looks like he doesn't like want to run around. He's very mm-hmm. much like, nah, I'm just, I'm just going to take it over here, guys. Thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I wonder how much of that is function of, you know, the team playing so poorly for so long. And, you know, they're yeah. near the end of the rope. And it's kind of like, uh, what are we doing this for? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One, two, three, and they Cancun. don't have their picks. And. Like they're going to have to get out from under that Westbrook trade. I'm interested to see. I, this is brought up on another podcast, but I didn't even think about this. But 
LeBron is the one who fought to get Westbrook there. They traded away a bunch of assets to get him there. And now, well, not a bunch, a couple. But now I'm interested to see the scorched earth because they have to get him out of there. And like, you know, LeBron's going to do the LeBron thing. Like he, you know, leaving Anthony or Andrew Wiggins out and the the letter he wrote to Cleveland. So he's going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about with the Westbrook thing. I never wanted him here. Wiggins. Oh, Remember when he was going he back, did that, okay. like sly, I was like, like yeah. What are you talking about? Andrew Wiggins never been, wasn't never on the. No, he team. does that thing where he like plays GM, um, and then if it doesn't go well, he kind of like, like steps aside and is like, I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well, well, the thing I'll say is I don't remember exactly the machinations of how everything went down, but there was a trade for more pieces initially. And not Russell Westbrook. And I think that one fell through with the Kings because that was going to get them back. Buddy Hill, some shooters, basically. Younger guys, some shooters. And that fell through in like the 11th hour. And then they went and made the rush trade. I forgot about that. Yeah, that is so, true. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to put it it's, all on LeBron. Like he just campaigned. Russ, 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 Russ. But they had something. No, that's true. It fell through. But, and it was like, all right, we have to make some type of move, though. It's interesting to me that you bring in Russell Westbrook and I lived in Oklahoma city for a few months. Like I, I'm, I, w- I was up there when it was Drank Harden, Russ and I bet you get a lot Harden. of nights feeling like this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so fr- I'm like, it's so I get four years. Ah, how do I still feel like this? Mm-hmm. And people are like, Oh, you can still get sick. I'm like, no, when I stop drinking, I'm supposed to be immune to everything. Uh, but, um, it's interesting. Cause I understand the logic to bring Russ in. If you're LeBron, you think, okay, I'll bring in someone who can control the offense. High usage rate guy who I trust to make things happen when I'm not on the floor so I can rest. And it's it's completely imploded on itself. Yeah. Like He's not that guy. They just didn't have enough of the other people around. And the crazy thing is like, we're going to have to talk about this. I mean, I don't think we're going to, but you know, it, it's going to be interesting to look back at the end of the season. They picked up I think it was Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, and somebody mm-hmm. else. And it was like, those would be the quote-unquote young guys on the squad. Malik Monk has played himself into a contract uh, going next year with whomever wants to sign him. He's had a really decent season. Kendrick Nunn has never played a minute for the Lakers. Yeah, they won't. He's, he's coach's decision did not play. No. Well, I don't know if it's coach's decision now, but like earlier, like because I drafted him in my fantasy team, and like it was injury. It was an injury that was really undefined. And then oh, okay. it just was ghosts. Like we never heard word of him again. We never heard he was coming back again. Forgot it, it. I like, honestly forgot he was on the team. Like, man, it's just so odd. So we never even seen the team at full strength. And then, you know, all the cast, uh, the, the, the sn- avalanche of injuries between LeBron and AD. It's like they've just never they were never right. And it, I mean, again, it's things that we all predicted when you have an aging team and you're relying on a Anthony Davis yeah. who is injury prone more so than not. It's like that's, well, that's something a weird that's going to happen. Because the first couple of years he was in the league for the Pelicans, he didn't get hurt that often. I'd have to go back. Like, as remember. often as he is now. Yeah, maybe not. I heard a stat and I could be wrong. Somebody checked this, but I heard a stat that his first Three or five seasons in the NBA, he played at least sixty percent of the games. And 60% now he's like, is not a lot of I mean, games, regardless. But I'm just saying it's more <laughs> than how many he's playing now. Regardless, like he's he missed almost all of last season. 2019 was a complete debacle. Um, Did he so miss almost just, all of last season? I don't remember a lot of last season, so. You could be right. I just yeah. I just well, have bad recollection. Like going I'm going to be honest with you. When you put Brennan, you had it. 
I this could have been so many other things. The Boston run, Boston breaking it off. I had that. Um, the Kyrie, once he starts playing every game, he's not going to be the same difference maker, and it's not going to. They might even they're going to drop all the way the playing game. I believe I had that. Um, so Utah going to be out. You're going to have to trade Donovan Mitchell. I believe I had that. Ah, yeah, God, you're right. I'm he only played 36 games last year. Okay. And I had that. Damn. So when you put, when you put something so general like Brennan, you had it. There's so many, so many options we could go with. He's never played. Well, he's only played more than seventy games twice. And those were early in his career, correct? No, those were actually later in his career. But 2016, with the 2017. Yeah, with the Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Wow. Interesting. And I think that's like the only two times the Pelicans made the playoffs. So. If he yeah. plays, and then they got bounced in the team first round as well. But you know, if he's not playing, then didn't they get bounced by that like crazy Atlanta team? Remember, not the, not, not the Trey the version conference. of that. They're not in the same conference. Oh, one yeah, is East, true. one that is West. <laughs> Who did Atlanta beat? Remember? Do you remember what I'm talking about when Atlanta had uh, Brandon Roy ripped off like? 70 wins Wait, or 68 who? wins or something. Brandon, didn't they have Brandon Roy, Joe Johnson? Brandon Roy was a, a trailblazer. I'm all over. I'm you sick. Are sick. Playing injured. I'm all over the place. <laughs> well, but there was about, that Atlanta you're team. You're talking about that, Joe Johnson, Jamal Crawford. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's um, what I said. Jeff T, Al Horford, Kyle Culver. Yeah, you're talking about Al that Horford, squad. That was the one. I was like, I know um, there's a couple guys that are still in the league from that team. We're talking about that squad. And yeah, they had like, they were the number one seed in the East one year, and then they got swept by LeBron in the yeah, that's, Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, we're, we're, we're doing too much history lesson now. Let's talk about more about how I was right. The Mavs. Well, Brennan, you said the Mavs were going to have a good season. We didn't know what they were doing. They were floundering a bit early. Luka was playing his way into game shape, basically, yeah, up until the fat. All-Star break. Um, and then they made the trade, getting Kristoff out. We looked at it, scratched our head like, all right, Spencer Dinwiddie, is that really the guy you want he's kind of a ball stopper and i've heard subsequently now that um spencer dinwiddie had an issue with the culture in washington all in general like he was saying that everybody was looking out for themselves only and not really trying to play as a team and not win so that's kind of why his numbers reflected um similar behavior and similar traits in washington and now that he's in dallas he's dallas has gone gangbusters they've won uh, they've vaulted all the way from like seven, eight territory all the way to the fourth seed. And they've already locked up a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, to quote, uh, remember the Titans for Dinwiddie, uh, attitude reflects leadership captain. Uh, it's the Marcus smart situation. You get into a situation where you it's better bringing up Marcus smart. Well, they're playing very well. And Marcus, Marcus smart, smart has only been on Boston his entire career. I understand that, but the thing that I like about the story is it's so apt to sports. This guy was like, this is how I play. This is me. This is how I play for years. And then this year, they're finally like, fucking, we've been trying to trade you for three years. Like, either do it the way we want you to do it or don't do it at all. You won't be here. Then he started doing it the way they asked him to do it. And now it's like, oh my God, this team is unstoppable. Didn't what he, same thing. Comes over, Washington, we literally sat here and said, he's a ball stopper. He's not going to get you any offensive production when you have Luca, who also is a high usage rate guy. This is a terrible decision. Then he gets there and he's shooting the lights out. Yeah. And it's like, wait, where was this guy? Yeah. But yeah. it's like you said, it's he just needed a change of scenery. I never believe it's funny. Like you don't believe in the uh, um, uh, momentum. I, I was never a big believer in change of scenery. 
It's like, oh, just really? do your job, do your job. But, and they, like not in the NFL lot, so much, though. but in the, in the NBA, it seems like, cause it's so mental versus <laughs> like, obviously there's a lot Have of physicality seen, to like, it. But. Julius Thomas, uh, Joe Sherbert, uh, when they leave their previous team Sh- and yeah. go to the Jags, you know, they're wow. just never the same. <laughs> wow. It's that Andrew change of scenery Norwell. thing. It's that whole change of scenery thing. Yeah, nothing else? No, no. Oh, oh, I just wanted to laugh about you brought it up earlier and I think I said something, but Luca cannot do this next year. You cannot come in that out of shape. I get it. It was, you know, had a great season last season. He was in the MVP talk for a little bit until he got hurt, but like you can't party all off season and show up and be like, No, I figured it out. Oh, Jim Priatna. <laughs> uh don't think he's Serbian, first of all. Second that of was all, Russian because I'm I forgot what he was. Lithuanian? Is he Lithuanian? Or is... What's the name Lithuanian? I just clicked on it. I can't. I don't know where it is. We do this every week. We bring up Luka. Uh, Slovenia. Slovenian. Slovenia. Kristaps is Lithuanian. Um, Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Uh, We got to remember he's super young. He's 23 years old. And I think... Is he on his second deal? He's so white. Like, I know we're not allowed to say things like this anymore, but he is so pale. white. Pale. You mean pale. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eastern European, like, royal blue. You know where that term comes from? Because no. in Europe, their skin was so pale, you could see through it, and you could see their veins, so they looked, they had a bluish mm. hue. That's where the term royal blue comes from. That's I've that's never heard that term in my life. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. The more you know, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, he has the... It's going to come a time, may hopefully it's next season for the Dallas, you know, brass. But yeah, he's going to have to grow up and realize like I have to have an off season regimen that is not just pancakes and chicken. Do you think he'd be okay? Um, this is going to be a, a cultural question, obviously, because he's from Eastern Europe and we, we both, you know, grew up in uh, the not States. Not going back home this off season? No, I was going to say, uh, do you think he'd be okay? Do you think he's okay with, nah. Or do you think he's too much of a competitor? Or do you think he's okay with like, no, I'll come in out of shape. I'll play my way into shape and then we'll go to the playoffs. Like, well, who the fuck I cares think, as long as we make the playoffs? I think he will, because this is four years of being in the league and he has gone to the playoffs, I believe, twice now. This will be his third season going to the playoffs. Bounce, never made it past the first round. Um, has yeah. the potential to play, I believe, the Nuggets in the first round right now. They're most likely Are they going to get Murray back. Uh, Murray and Porter have continuously been rumored to be back, but Murray was supposed to be back in February. Then they said March and they said Michael Porter Jr. March as well. And so I don't know what's going to happen, but um, still though, I think even without Murray, the Nuggets can beat Dallas because Dallas has nobody that's going to compare to uh, uh, Jokic, whereas the Nuggets can throw enough bodies at Luka to kind of slow him down a bit. Um, yeah. So if they were to get bounced this offseason as well, he's going to have to look in, in the mirror and just be like, okay, I can be a first round exit every year or I can actually work on my game, fine tune my body and, you know, really try to compete for something. And I think he'll take that stance because he was winning championships in Europe before yeah, he got here. When he was so. like 14. Yeah. yeah so. so, yeah, I know. I agree with you. I just. Because like the whole like brand, the idea that you're a brand and so that's a Western idea. This is, this is not something 
That's not so, like I'm, and I know Europe before anybody, Marcus comes after me. I know obviously Europe is a part of the Western world, but Eastern Europe, not so much. Yeah. Trust me. My grandma tells me stories all the time. Not so much what you're thinking about. <laughs> so that's why it's, it's interesting to me. Cause it's kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, other than just being hyper competitive, he has no real reason to be like, yeah, let me fucking get ripped up. Cause it's not like it's a, it's a cultural disconnect. That's like being a brand is not like a thing. Yeah. But I mean, him, the, the more shocking thing is that he isn't uh, coming into the season, you know, super cut, super ready because he has been a pro for so long. You'd think he'd yeah. have a pro mentality going into every season, but he seems to have, I don't want to say a laissez-faire attitude, but, you know, I mean, his coach called him out for for several yeah. things, you know, complaining to the refs, coming into the season out of shape. Uh, shout out to Jay Kidd. So, yeah, it's just like, you know, are you going to take this maybe with that, you know, a full year under J kid and uh, an off season with J kid, you know, J kid will instill that. Hey man, I got a ring. And when I got my who ring is at your door who is at my, okay, hold on. Pause. Are you, are you pausing it? No, no, no. Don't open it. Just tell, is just bit, tell him go away. Oh, uh, I forgot where the heck Can I was. Can we leave that in? Can we please leave that in? All that was that? intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's oh, cut out the door. quiet parts. Yeah. That was fun. Okay. Well, I got all right. Really I just, I just interrupted. So yeah, you were on to the next topic. <laughs> all right, Brennan, we've done this topic like three or four times. I've had yep. three or four different answers. I have a new answer this time as well. Who is the most surprising to as we, you know, we only have like eight, four games left. Yeah. But is it four games. Yep. Damn. This is the final week, man. Yep. Well, as we wind down the season, basically, who, after every all the dust is settled now, who's the most surprising team to you? Um. So I've got two, uh, most surprising in a good way, the Spurs, because mm. they had really, other than maybe it's pops last year, they had nothing to play for, and they have now caught and surpassed the Lakers to make that play-in game spot um, and booted the Lakers out of the playoffs. So that was surprising. Um, From the opposite angle, uh, Atlanta, from a negative perspective. Mm. Atlanta, you know, made made a little bit of a noise in the playoffs last year. Everyone thought, well, they're bringing most of their guys back. It's going to, they're going to have that playoff experience that we talk about in the NBA. You know, young teams don't win the title, but they're going to have that experience that they gain and they're going to start ripping shit, you know, ripping wins off. And they have not produced Trey Young's numbers. His analytics are through the roof, but the team itself is just not making, making it work. And now that we've had a whole season to look at it, it's one of that's probably as far as a negative standpoint, the most surprising team. And then from a, and then we've already mentioned other teams, Phoenix, Memphis, things like that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I got I got uh I guess I got I got one for sure that I was going into it with. Um 
Yeah, I'm going to just go with my one. I'll leave you have the two. I'm not going to piggyback that. Um, the team I'm most surprised with at the end of the season. So, I mean, like you said, we already addressed like Memphis making the huge leap. We've addressed Chicago doing well this season. The Cavs and doing falling well apart this season. Of injuries. Um, yeah, Lonzo being gone. Um, and I, I got to say, well, I, I should say, the Pelicans. You're really drawing this out. Zion. I am on pins and needles. I will have you know. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> this, is it? This is not the team I'm going to go with, but I will shout out the Pelicans. You know, didn't have Zion. Started yeah. the year super horrible. Made that trade for CJ, and since then they have looked like a very respectable team. They actually look and, like a team that yeah. could push. And then they snuck their way into the playing games. But the team I'm the most shocked by is the Minnesota Timberwolves. A team Get the fuck out of here. Every year we I just knew pencil- you were going to say that. I knew you every were going to say that. Every year we just pencil them in for it not making the playoffs. Carl Anthony Towns has only made the playoffs one time in his career and that's when Jimmy Butler was on the team. And that was only Buckets. because Jimmy Butler pushed that carcass of a franchise into the playoffs basically with his work ethic. And Carl Anthony Towns coming into the league was Undeniably, ta- undeniably talented as hell. It's all hell, and it was just like, how is this guy not gotten it all together? Is he more? Uh, it obviously looks like he's more focused with just you know getting his numbers than getting wins. And he got D'Angelo Russell, I want to say a year ago or two years ago, and that really didn't make a difference because that's his boy Anthony Edwards got drafted last year. He's a rookie, obviously. Yep. That really didn't. Uh, they did well, but they didn't even get into the playing game when the playing game existed. So it's like, man, what is it going to take? And then finally this year, he's just taking his game to a whole nother level and that team to a whole nother level. They're a seven seed now, but they're only going to ascend as Anthony Edwards gets better as well. Um, and I, I'm just and they're still young. Cat is still young too. He's super. I, I think he's under 25, 25 at the max, honestly. Cat, well, I, I was going to say, I think he's like 26, 27, but... Is he? He's been in the game that long? He got into the league at like yeah, 19. Yeah, he got drafted a while ago. Now I got to double check this. You, you, you've completely derailed me. Keep 26, going. I'll, you know, I'll look news. it up. Yeah, 26. Yeah, yeah. 26. Um, so, yeah, I, I was wrong there. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, for that long to be in the league again, and this is the, only the second time he's going to make the playoffs in his career. And then, you know, all the off-court uh, stuff he's dealt with over the past two years, I think he's lost, like, over six to eight different relatives, including his mom, to COVID. So for him to push through, you know, some of that those mental hurdles and, you know, perform the way he has this year, what he did at three-point contests and everything, he's just elevated his game to – uh, a point where I'm like, oh, okay, this is the person we thought we were going to see and that we hadn't been seeing. Yeah, it's definitely, he's definitely turned into the player that everyone expected him to be a lot earlier. And sometimes the NBA is rife with players like that, where it takes three, four, five years sometimes to get going. Like you said earlier, change of scenery, then all of a sudden they're good. Now, Cat didn't have a change of scenery, but I mean, he kind of did. It was the scenery around him. The pieces around him kept changing and morphing. And I'm so happy for him. To be honest with you, like you already touched on all the loss that he had this past couple of years and everyone was like overrated. Get him out of there. Can't win. Second banana. And now he's doing, you know, he's, he's playing really well. I wouldn't say he has the opportunity to be the number one player on a title team, but he has shown a lot of growth uh, over the past couple of years because a lot of players could have been like, listen, I make thirty one million dollars. I lost like some of my family this year. My mom, especially like, fuck this. Like, I'm shutting yeah. it down. I'll claim mental, you know 
depression or something like that and then just shut it down. But he was like, no, fuck that. Like everyone keeps talking shit. I'm going to show you what's up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good pull took by a you. While, good pick. That fire that uh, Jimmy was looking for is finally uh, awakened. Uh, he was like a sleeper cell and he's finally, you know, reaching his potential. So shout out to the T-Wolves who've almost certainly clinched the playoff spot at this point. All right, bread in the NFL. The news never stops. All right, Brennan. Bruce Arians, out of nowhere, stepped down last week. What are your thoughts and conspiracies on this as they go abound? Uh, yeah, this was kind of one of those things where it was like uh, Arian stepped down as coach. Todd Bowles is going to fill his shoes, which is good. That's what they need, a more strict kind of like disciplinarian coach versus Bruce Arians, who's just like, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. Uh, but um, I'll never forget. <laughs> never mind. Uh, so I think this is good for them. It was strange how... Uh, Tom Brady, I had uh, dropped that. I heard speculation from outside sources that Tom Brady was going to come back to play, but he didn't want to play in Tampa. He was going to try to go to San Francisco. And then after I heard that news <coughs> and talked about it here, literally that same day or the next day, Bruce Arians went on ESPN and was like, no, he's under contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If he wants to play football, he's going to play football in Tampa. Then Tom comes back and coincidentally, Bruce Arians. About Miami, by the way. Yeah. And then. Tom comes back, unretires, and now Bruce Arians is no longer the head coach. So I don't know. We just got to see this unfold. Hopefully we get a Brennan, you had it in here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, Tom Brady's playing for San Francisco and Jimmy G is playing uh, in Tampa Bay. But we'll see. I, That's I mean, what you think is going to come of this? This is huge because of their offense. Uh, I don't know. I'm just throwing throwing ideas out there. Oh, like yeah, I said, I it's just, say, that would be the dumbest thing ever. A barrage against the wall. No, it's not. If you can get a first round pick and Jimmy G, who's a playoff caliber or I don't Super think Bowl San caliber Francisco's quarterback, out here about to give up a first round pick. They don't have a first round pick. Oh yeah, they don't. <laughs> Good call. I was just That's why I like fly. everybody keeps saying. I'm like, bro, they're, unless they're doing them a favor, there's nothing they're about to give back in return. Speaking of first round picks, uh, your you don't have it on the rundown. Your Philadelphia Eagles made a huge trade today. I don't think that trade is that huge. We gave up one of our first rounders. We had three first round picks. I, I think it's the smartest thing ever because at that point you'd be paying three guys first round pick money on your well, team. So you gave up two and of your picks to get one in return, and then you got a first round next year and a second round the year after that, yeah. which is huge. Yeah, that's a lot of capital. It's dispersing you, the picks. You're you're stacking the contracts in a more feasible way instead of having three people who are going to have to settle into the fifth year option. Hopefully, you 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 just you move it down the line. You move it down the chain. You want to tell? Do you want to tell everybody what I told you? I don't even I'll remember what you told me. So what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing is they're kicking it down the line, but they're kicking it down the line with picks so they can accumulate enough picks to go up and get a quarterback if oh, Gardner yeah. Minshew doesn't work out. Um, so that's what, what they're doing. They're, uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts. Uh, <laughs> that, that's why smart. I didn't remember what you said because I told Minshew don't, and I just I said I'm not going to read this. Uh, <laughs> but it makes sense. I mean, think about it. Like you, you don't know if you have the quarterback of the future. This year's draft is not ripe with any awesome yeah. quarterback. So it's like, well, let's just trade and get some picks for next year. Yeah. That way, if there is a breakout star, we can go get them. So it was the potential smart. of if we suck or the Saints sucks, you know, we are in contention for one of those top quarterbacks next year. Yeah. It was a smart play. So Howie Roseman's killing it. Speaking of someone who's not yeah, killing if it. If only he could pick the right fucking people. 
Um, I, I didn't even get to talk about the Arians thing. Arians, I, I don't believe all this hoopla around Brady wanted him out. I think, if anything, Arians has hoopla, dealt with says. health issues uh, for like over the last 10 years between different things. And I think, you know, he wanted, I, I take him at his word until he tells me otherwise. Um, he wanted to step down, he wanted to create a succession plan. And he wanted to hand it off to one of his coaches with a good team intact. And I think I was the just about to that, say that we talked about that. What was it last week or the week before? A lot of these uh, head coaches who were black were yeah, getting get these teams that were teams. dumpster fires. Yeah, yeah. Now Todd Bowles is inheriting one of the best teams in the NFL. So we'll see what happens. And I think um, it was intentional that they gave the job, the head job to Todd Bowles and not to. Um, even though I thought they would give it to uh, Byron Leftwich. Byron, me too. But, um, but I, I've been swayed that this way Byron has all his focuses on the offense and not on special teams and defense. You let Todd deal with defense and everything else, and then Byron and Tom get to just cook in the kitchen and get what they want going. Hell yeah. So, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. I forgot to hit the drop again. I gotta say, I'm rattled by the whole knock at the door thing. Like, yeah, that's weird, man. It's, it's like intense. a rainstorm going. On. I was like an older white dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he had the oh. wrong door. Or he was just trying to get in somewhere. I don't know. Like, See, I don't um, have that problem because I got Maya. So as soon as someone knocks, you <gasps> and they're like, yeah, oh, I wish I had a Maya. Right now. Um, yeah. So, Brendan, Brendan, Daniel Snyder is a. Uh, the name we bring up very often, and never for good things, never because like he made a, a smart decision or a great calculation or a good human resource decision. What do you mean? Wait, wait, um, wait, wait. Are you telling me playing, paying Albert Hainsworth $92 million for three years was not a great calculation? Did they do that too? Yeah. Did they do that before or after New England? Uh, before, oh, they so did he, that played before. The Titans, yeah, he played for the Titans. Was that he went havoc. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and it, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" So then they signed him ninety-two million, five years, and then only he played three, got fat, and, and then did nothing. New England got him on like a one-year million-dollar deal. Yeah, but try it. Deal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about Daniel that. Snyder. Not known for his. Uh, I forgot he got Hainsworth first. That's wild. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. What was I getting? At? Oh, so apparently they have been. Uh, Doing some, I didn't know what that sounded like. Uh, apparently, they've been doing some uh, crafty bookkeeping up there in uh, Ashburnistan. That's what Clint Yates calls it. Um, and they had been withholding how much attendance was being reported. So that way they didn't report the correct revenues. So that way when the revenues got split up between all the teams or away teams, I believe it said, um, they wouldn't have to give them their correct percentage and they could skim off the top basically. And now you're messing with other rich people's money. So I wonder, Brent, do you think, and this all came up because the Congress is investigating the, uh, all the women allegations and in that they discovered this creative bookkeeping that was taking place. Do you think this would be I love the final nail in the coffin? Creative bookkeeping. It was creative bookkeeping. Embezzlement. He was embezzling. <laughs> Allegedly embezzling. Um, do yeah. you think this creative bookkeeping would be the final nail in the coffin to get him out the billionaire boy club? Boys club. 100%. 100%. You can't mess with their money. 
You could do whatever. You could beat your wife as, as shitty as it is to say. You could fucking be a racist, a sexist, misogynist. You could fucking not tip a server. But the second you start fucking with their money, it's over. And for those of you listening who are unaware, the NFL is a revenue sharing league, just like all the other leagues. So when an away team comes in, you report how many tickets you sold, and then you have to divide that up between you and the away team. And they were, like Joe said, lying about how many people, how many tickets they actually sold. And so they would just pocket hundreds of thousands. It added up to millions of dollars over the course of seasons. Uh, Mm. And you can't fuck with other rich people's money. That's the only thing they care about. Yeah. So not the uh, perceived racism, not the name, not the women and the sexual allegations. Those will not be the things to take down one Daniel Snyder. It would be playing with the money. You got Al Capone on tax evasion, man. That You know, I always point back to that, Brennan. And it's shitty. And I, I say it tongue in cheek because, you know, as a comic and, you know, my style is to like laugh at some of these like dark, twisted Louis things. But it's, Grammy it's fucked up. Night, but we yeah. talked about it with... Yeah, um, don't even... No comic has said anything about that. that but uh, God forbid Chris Rock gets smacked in the face. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. We talked about it with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is alleged to do horrific, horrible things, yeah. but he's going to win them football games. So nobody fucking cares. The second he's bad for business, he's out. Yeah. Like if that's, that's what it is. And it's shitty to say, but that's Not what it's always for been business. for the hundred years. Of, the NFL's been he's around. already bad for business. He's already toxic ways. He's yeah. already radioactive. Me, yeah. But as soon as he's no longer winning games or as soon as he throws like four turnovers, four interceptions is like all right moving on add another name to the forever growing jersey of quarterbacks yeah did that long i knew it <laughs> joe you and me man i know you hate when i say it but we're pretty much the same person and on that note brennan some would say you know you're the jim harbaugh to my colin kaepernick um jim harbaugh had colin kaepernick out. a lot of people would say that a uh, lot of people would say that i don't know if a lot of people would say that. uh jim harbaugh had uh michigan had their spring game and as a part of their spring game festivities um colin kaepernick threw the pill you know went out went out in the yard and threw the pill in the big house to a couple of uh Pro and I some, nice, some retired receivers. I've seen some of the passes. They look exceptional. They look just like yeah. I've seen in other workouts he's posted online. Um, and this was a favor by his coach, uh, his previous coach, you know, looking out for him because he stood by him through all this. He still says he's been saying the whole time he's a pro quarterback. I don't know why he's in the league. Um and a lot of people forget, but not in the league. They said, yeah, why well, he's not in the league. Um, and a lot of people forget that in that final year where, you know, he took a knee and everything, people say, oh, it's a locker room problem, blah, 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 blah. He won like the best teammate award for the San Francisco 49ers, voted on by his teammates. So, um, yep. do you think, there's no, you know, there's no, do you think he'll go. actually get a call after this? Do you think this was the right um, stage in front of the right people where and enough time no. has passed where he'll get a call? No. So Seattle's worked about it. We were just talking. Well, we, okay. So this is a couple of things I'll say. Um, I say no because I'm skeptical and I'm pessimistic and getting Kaepernick on a veteran deal. That's going to cost you 1.5 million a year 
versus going out and drafting a guy that's going to cost you 475000 a year is going to make a difference to some teams. Not all teams, but to some teams. Also, I as much as it pains me to say, because I think I was on here with you talking about how Kaepernick should go to Jacksonville for years. Um, but it's just one of those things where, like we just talked about, it. he's bad for business. In their eyes, in the eyes of the owner, he's bad for business. And the, uh, Joe, let's be honest. Let's call let's call it what it is. Most of them are racist and don't believe in a allegedly. lot of the stuff that he, Colin Kaepernick stands for, allegedly. Even though they have end racism and yeah, knelt for. <laughs> Even though they have end racism on the back of the head. not changing and, anything? End racism doesn't change anything. <laughs> in the back of the end zones. <laughs> but um well you say uh, No, it breaks my heart, but I don't think he'll be on the team. I think he may, and and that's what I was gonna say. To your point, where um, he'd have to get the vet men. Did, did you see what Tyrod signed for? Did you see? Uh, do you see what Chase Daniel keeps getting? People are willing yeah. to give a backup of Dude, ten million dollars for doing nothing. <laughs> Chase Chase Daniel, uh, formerly of Mizzou, six foot nothing, has fleeced the entire NFL. That man has made over a hundred million dollars, and he's never played. Cold he's never clipboards. started more than three games in a like, season. So, and, and Colin, uh, reported mil. by after that workout, reported by Jacina Anderson, said that you know even if he has to do have a backup role, he's willing to play the backup role, and that was one of the things that people, you know, just knocking down all the alleged rumors of oh he won't do this, oh he won't do that. He he's willing to do everything if he's given an opportunity to show that he has it and you know from everybody who's because different people have gone and caught with him I believe Tyler Lockyer went and you know caught passes with him past old retired receivers and then this workout with Harbaugh and the Michigan guys uh, everyone says no that guy has a pro arm I don't I don't understand why and I think I think I think I think enough time has passed and I mean, a situation like a, they obviously they understand why. Um, I think yeah. a situation like Seattle right now where Drew Locke is the quarterback and there's not a ton of quarterbacks in this draft. Um, and I mean, Pete Carroll is pretty much carte blanche because he won the, the war over Russell. Um, and they still haven't moved any of those receivers. They haven't moved Lockett. They haven't moved Metcalf. I think yeah. they're, they're ready. They will be they're willing ready to, go. to call in Kaepernick and see if he could win a couple games at the very least. I hope you're right. Um, this will be something I'd be more than happy to be wrong about. I just, you know, you know it as well as I do. We, we know these kind of people from a ideological standpoint, from a, um, social standpoint, you and I, we grew up around the same area. We know these people, these kind of people, I should say. One of them and may I don't, have knocked on my door. And by that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but by that, I mean like these entitled, uh, overzealous, like I'm right, you're wrong. No one's ever going to get, you know what I mean? Like those kind of people. And there's there's more of those than there are Jim Harbaugh's in the world. So, mm. yep. Well, 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 Brandon, usually I kick it to you to take over the hockey segment, but you know, I'm gonna take a victory lap right now as the first team to clinch a playoff spot officially. Somehow the Avs haven't, even though they have more points than us. 
I don't understand. Even though they have more points. Yeah, they got like two more points, but they haven't clicked technically. As the oh, first team to clinch a playoff spot, the Florida Ice Cats, a.k.a. the Florida Panthers, are rolling right now, Brandon. We have won our last four games, count them one, two, three, four. That included a comeback from 6-2 and scored Four goals in the third period alone to get it to OT and where we won the game. Um, again, I mean, I'll say it every week, and I won't be surprised when we finally get bounced from the playoffs. We can't win. We that, That's not a winning formula. Go down by a bunch and then have to storm back. It's hmm. not playoff yeah, formula. With them. Um, so I, I don't know. We should probably stop doing that. We should we should definitely stop doing that. Um, but hey, I'm here for the the wacky, wild, uh, fun, thrilling matchups that we've had so far. Um, so yeah, uh, what about you, Brennan? All right, so uh, Tampa Bay Lightning have gone from th- second and third, kind of teetering around there in the Eastern Conference, all the way down, all the way down to sixth. We have lost the last two games. Uh, before that, we had won four straight. Still in the playoffs, uh, but it's it's starting to look shaky. Need to get some. Need to solidify some things. Um, Maybe you should Vasilevsky's play your players during the regular season goals. instead of holding them out for the postseason. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna be. Hey, Victor Hedman, Steven Stamkos, all these guys, Andrew, Andre Vasilevsky, all these guys are. Where's playing. point? Where's point? I think. He's injured. We talked uh, about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just not on the injury list right now. Just Ryan McDonough. Uh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Lightning Creative need to get it together because you don't <laughs> you don't want to fall out of the playoff race. What is it? Eight or ten in the NHL? Eight. It's not the NBA. That's what I thought. They're We're always men. just so high up there. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well. Hopefully you guys are out because if you guys are out, I feel a little better about our. Uh, there's no way we missed the playoffs. There's not even. There's not even enough games to bounce us all the way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detroit's way too far back. Um, so yeah, you guys are getting. It. You guys are getting. It. <sighs> Just hope we don't play you guys in the first round. Just don't want to play you guys in the first round. Are you going so. in as if you go in as the one seed in the East? Yeah, we don't are, play. We don't get you. It looks like we'll get Washington. Well. Look like we'll get Washington. Currently, how the points? How many? We see it in the NHL more than anywhere else. How many times the eight seeds bounce for uh, number one seeds? Brennan, I don't want to hear any of this shit. You'd be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits. Quick hit. All right, Brennan. Do we have a final on this game yet? Oh, we have a final. Yes, we do. Oh, Kansas Kansas is your college basketball. Kansas is one champions national championship. North Carolina, you had one more job. Um, North Carolina beat Duke. That was a thing. It was a hell of a game. Uh, was Coach a K thing. bounced. Uh, he goes 50-69 for everybody listening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach K gets boogied out of the championship situation, uh, losing to his arch rival. And now 50-50. And now uh, North Carolina, even though they don't win the championship, they won the war. They beat Coach K twice in this final season. Did not want the last time. Did not. Yeah, him that's all that matters. A championship. They they won. And they played hard in this game. I'm very upset because they had a lead. And they were an eight seed. They were an eight seed. They had a lead and lost it. They had a 20-point um, lead. Brennan, let's not make it worse. They had a lead and they lost it. 
um, to Kansas and fucking Bill Self, who is one of my least favorite people, uh, just because he's a shady, he's a shady we guy. Don't, it's a shady guy. We don't like he's Kansas on X drinking, buddy. Kansas is not. He's ex drinking buddy. Cheers to the press. Uh, he's in on all these. No, the I'm saying on my scandal. other podcast, we don't. Oh, like. that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Um, Daisy Tackett. Yeah, yeah. I remember Reddit. Um, but she had no problem with the basketball team. It was a football team. Um, uh, she uh, tweeted, and I quote: "If Kansas ends up winning this game, I'm going to do something very reckless against all of humanity." Oh, I don't know. Yeah, she she holds a grudge. The whole universe sexually assaulted and they swept it under the rug. She holds a grudge. And like I said, Bill Self, don't like him. (laughs) No, no, it's It's true. It happened. It happened. It was reported but never addressed. Um, Fuck Kansas. Uh, But yeah, my my beef with Bill Self has nothing to do with that. My beef with Bill Self is uh, he was in on the paying players. scam that was going on prior to it being legal um and he denied 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 and swept it under the rug and threw other people to take the blame for it and the same thing that lsu did and all the people that went down there's a documentary all on hbo i can't remember the name right now but um yeah, it just talks about how the only people that got screwed up in this whole FBI wiretap situation trying to get coaches was the black assistant coaches and the black guys working for the sneaker companies and then Bill Self and that coach that I can't remember his name because he sucked ass at LSU anyways. Um, they were able to walk away scot-free. So, yeah, that's my issue with yeah. that guy. But now he has a second national championship. So, you know, whatever there. Um, in other news, more important news and lighthearted news, uh, South Carolina, as I predicted, beat UConn. I thought they were going to beat Stanford. Got that part wrong. Stanford went to that game too tight. They weren't, they didn't play loose. They didn't play their game. They were, they were just struggling to just make a shot the same way UConn was in that game. But UConn ended up going on the only run in that game, which was like a 6 0 run because everything was just so uh, fever clenched. Like everybody was biting their nails. Um, yeah, South Carolina, as almost I immediately Beaver predicted. Clench. There we go. That's a new one. <laughs> um, uh, Creative uh, bookkeeping and fever clenched. <laughs> uh, <laughs> South Carolina <laughs> did what I called in that game prior to. I was texting with one of my buddies, and I said, I feel like South Carolina is going to pretty much be in control of this game the whole way through. UConn will finally get a close somewhere in the third quarter, get to about three, and then they would never get closer than that. And South Carolina ended up winning this game by 15. Um, Aaliyah Boston, yeah. National Player of the Year, Outstanding Player of the Tournament, Destiny Henderson, a.k.a. Double Shot of Henny, uh, dubbed by Diana Taurasi, um, went off for a career high of 26 points. Don Staley, the first African-American coach, man or woman, men's or women's uh, bracket to win two national championships. Um and they feel like, I mean, not robbed, but they feel like they missed all, missed out on an opportunity back in 2020 when they were also the number one team that season. And um, going into the tournament, they really thought they had a chance. And, you know, the tournament got canceled. So delayed a championship for them, um, but a deserved championship for them. But, Brendan, I know you didn't have a chance really to watch this broadcast, but 
They did. They did no, one of these mega casts. One. They did one of these mega casts, and one of the mega casts was Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird. You hate those? So you don't like the Manning cast? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. They did it with this. No. Oh, really? I prefer the. Do you watch the Manning cast? We never yeah. talked about this during the footballs. I, I don't like it. I, the I just want to watch the game. I don't want. I don't. Just like I in know the draft. what's happening like, I like on Tom the field. Shea you don't have to tell Junior. I don't need. You don't have to tell me no. what's happening on the field. I can see. I have eyes. I can see that. I, I just want to talk with my buddies. And that's all the Manning cast. Oh. So yeah, I'm, uh, uh, yeah. Weird. So where do so we disagree they, on this? Man, it's crazy. This is the thing where we depart. Um, but they had a, a mega cast situation, a co-watching experience, if you will. Um, and Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird were the hosts of it. And um, Brett, do you know the name of South Carolina's mascot? Yes, I do. It is the South Carolina Gamecocks. All right. So Diana Taurasi, uh, let's say it was working blue on the Disney airwaves. Oh, man. There you go. I was just going to say. There's where that lane comes into play right there. Yeah. Like in those other games, as she was finishing in the lane, the length of of the cocks is long. The, uh-huh. the length of the cocks is long, um, as stated by Dan Tarasi. That was during the semifinal game, the final four game. Um, and then again, South Carolina played the championship game, and DT hadn't had enough fun. So this is what we heard last night. So simple. It's it so simple. simple. Yes, it's a, simple it's game. a game of inches at the same time. So those simple things yeah. are not always so simple. It is a, it's a game of inches. Ask the cocks. Ask them. And they're taking those inches. Um, you do, know, do you take those inches? <laughs> absolutely. When you're on the court. <laughs> Sue Bird getting in the mix there. <laughs> there you go, Sue Bird. Get you some. <sighs> so, yeah, that was a fun watch. Seeing those two, seeing the legends, seeing the greats uh, call that game. And you know what was also fun? They're, they're UConn alum. They root for UConn and... They had to sit there and continue to talk and be jovial as their team lost. So, uh, yeah, all that UConn bias. And That's me. always fun. Like, really, it's always it, being serious. That is always kind of interesting. It's a fun thing to be like, you got to do your job. And it's yeah. not like life or death, but it's one of those things where you're like, damn it. I wish yeah. they won. So, yeah. Um, so shout out to South Carolina and all those fans and all those people on the staff and whatnot. Uh, Brennan. Do you yeah. think we see Tiger Woods at Augusta? Yes, 100%. He's 100%. there now, walking the course, playing a little bit of playing some practice rounds, getting some swings on. I think I think we see him and I think it's amazing the fact that he could rebound from that horrific car accident where they literally like they had a six million dollar man his foot back together yeah. his ankle back together. They thought they were gonna have it's, to amputate it. This is astounding. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited for this. I I know when we first started doing the show, I talked a lot more about golf because I lived in Florida and I could go talk to my uncle about it who works in that industry. But this is something I'm legit excited for. All right. Well, El Tigre is back, baby. I call him Eldrick, but, you know. Um, Brandon, did you get a chance to check out WrestleMania? Well, I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. Uh, <laughs> right. Isn't that like a... Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I did. Speaking of um, WrestleMania, I uh, didn't see a lot of it. Obviously, I'm not going to pay $80 for it uh, per day, but 
Uh, friend of the podcast, my other show, Nathan Orton, his brother, Randy Orton, you might have heard of him, a uh, pretty big guy in the WWE. Uh, he had a match he won. Brock Lesnar lost the title to Roman Reigns. He is now the unified WWE champion. Stone Cold Steve Austin made a guest appearance, which was super fucking cool, very nostalgic, uh, stunned Vince McMahon, which was awesome. Oh, that's who he stunned. Broke my heart. You hate to see it, but Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes came back. Cody uh, Rhodes made his appearance at WrestleMania. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for Cody, but also fuck you, um, Cody <laughs> Rhodes. Uh, so yeah, that's those were my highlights. Wow, I did not know Cody made his official comeback. That's insane. That's insanity. That's P ninety X. That's P ninety X insanity, baby. Conference in its entirety. <laughs> Again, still a little rattled that somebody knocked on my door at 11 knocked o'clock at night. No one has ever knocked on my door, basically. <laughs> yeah, I because even when people come to visit, they text you like, hey, we're, yeah, we're pulling yeah, up and you yeah, open the door. You're like, hey, yeah. In the middle of this at 11 o'clock at night, in the middle of a rainstorm, somebody oh, there knocked might be a on bit my there. door. There might be a bit there. I mean, hey. Maybe he there. thought because he, he heard you talking. Maybe he I, I thought, safe oh, there's... <laughs> No, maybe he thought like, oh, that's where my friends are because there was a three was or four like of us in the living room talking. So that's got to be the apartment. White gentleman. Like, I think he had a walker. Hmm. Why does he got to be white, Joe? Why does he got to be white? Because he was white, white hair. He looked <laughs> like what Coach K should look like for a 75 year old man. How is his hair that and black? Can you believe How is his hair that black? He's older than Poppy Levitard. Whoa, I'm not getting, I'm, you're not going to get me to say those words. Uh, <laughs> all right, Joe, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can find this show's Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Don't forget to head over to newlow.co to check out all the other shows on the network. And you can head over to my website for music and fashion things. Uh, that's joedorval.com. Brendan, where can we find you? Uh, at Brennan T Comedy on all social media. I know what y'all are thinking. Wow, Brennan sounds like he's pretty upbeat. Uh, I'm dying inside. I'm a goddamn <laughs> professional. So uh, that's pro. how we do things. I'm probably going to get off this and go throw up throw up again. Uh, Brennan T Comedy on all social media at BrennanTComedy.com. Check out my other podcast. Brennan's Asif is your ex-drinking buddy. I have people on, artists mainly. We talk about uh, crazy drinking stories. Getting in trouble stories, drug stories, party stories. Matt Fulshron's this week. Next week, we'll have uh, Stephen Rogers, really funny comedian. Uh, a couple of big names coming up, too. Uh, so it's, it's it's a lot of fun. We're getting stuff done. BrennanTComedy.com. All right, Brennan. Uh, let's get you back to the bathroom basket so you can throw up. Are you a, are you a bathroom trash throw-upper or a toilet? Toilet. toilet. 100% toilet. Toilet's the way to go. All right. Let's get you out of here. Yeah. And that's why we play that's the game. That's why we play the game. I was Africa. Who said that? Hello. I hello. I say that. <laughs> Shout out Colin Kaepernick. I hope you get a chance this year, brother. Don Staley, what's up? Louis V. Game inches. You have been listening to the Anulo <laughs> Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? 
Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.